Hi, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of this freaking show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I am your host, Travis D, and alongside me, Aqua Colin and GeekCast Joe. And uh, this is the uh, the episode that we bring you once in a great while where literally we got nothing. <laughs> there is. There's, there's not damn. There were, there were no sporting events this weekend to talk about. There were no big events in the world that happened. It was just a totally, uh, milk toast week. Milk Milk toast. Mm -hmm. What's milk toast? Uh, it's like, it's, um, like a really, really boring, bland, Week. It's like the idea of toast that's been soaked in milk. Okay, okay. Yeah. It, that doesn't sound bland. That sounds gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, yeah, I gross. think the idea is it's something you'd eat because it wouldn't upset your belly and you've been puking for like four days. I don't yeah. think I'd eat it. Well, and, and, there, and, there's, and that's the one thing that... I mean, it doesn't suck because we are who we are. But... Every other podcast is going to talk about the game yesterday, the Super Bowl, you know, 51, you know, Falcons versus Patriots, all that shit, blah, blah, bullshit. But the thing is, we're not football fans. So it's like, it's like we can't really sit there and like give like a play by play of what fucking happened because like we really don't know. Yeah. I mean, I watched it. Uh, It was really fun. For me to watch Tom Brady, who's like supposed to be such a great football player or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, totally choke for the first like 45 minutes, like hour, hour and a half of the game. It was ridiculous. He could not complete a freaking pass. And no, no, no. Until like uh, probably at the very end of the third quarter, he finally started making completions um it was ridiculous it was utterly it was the stupidest thing i've ever watched it's like you guys you're a bunch of grown men playing a child's game for tens of millions of dollars and you can't catch a damn ball <laughs> i actually like, there were actually people i saw on facebook that uh were saying that uh the only reason the Falcons were destroying the Patriots in the first half was because the Patriots were letting them so they can have this epic comeback. I can see that. It's so weird. I, I, I can see it happening. I don't know why anyone would want to do that. Like, I mean, like, I mean, who would ever go into a game like, hey, listen, listen, I know this is a Super Bowl. This is the biggest game of the year. And there's so much endorsements behind it if you win. But just for the hell of it, let's go down like 21 points. Yeah. We'll come back. <laughs> yeah, well, and yeah, that's the like, thing. Like, it felt like... So, So as I understand it, ratings have been down all year. And, you know, people want to blame, <laughs> like, Kaepernick and, and all of the political stunts with it. Um, and that's fine if you want to do that. But realistically, I think the thing is, is that all of the teams are basically using the exact same plays every single time. And so they all know what's in everybody's playbook, and they all recognize it. And so it's literally just... Like, who can set up the same basic thing and run it exactly the same the best? 
And so it's it's become a really boring thing to watch for most people. And so I think the only way that they could, I, like following the lines of that conspiracy idea you just threw out, the only way that you could make the Super Bowl interesting is if somehow the Falcons managed to totally trounce the Patriots for the first like three quarters of the game and then the Patriots make a comeback and win it in overtime when there's never been an overtime in a Super Bowl ever. Like so many firsts, but I don't know. It was yeah, interesting. No, and, 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 that, and, and that's me like two to like the big football fans that I think this is probably like one of the most amazing games in the fucking world. And I'm sure if you're a Patriots fan, you know, you probably nutted yourself the entire time this game was going on. But it's just like, like when I, when I turned it on and I didn't turn it on to the second quarter, because honestly I fucking forgot about it. Um, and plus I, I, I got a new video game. I got a NBA 2k 17. Nice. Yeah. I, I just, well, I like, it, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. I'll be, I'll be honest with you because, um, I mean, obviously I'm a huge baseball fan, and I have uh, MLB 16 the show, but MLB 17 the show comes at the end of March, so I didn't want to continue to play MLB 16 because also I I'll, I don't want to get bored of baseball, which you know I've done before. Like I overplayed it to the point where I needed something else, so that's why I got the WWE game. Nice. So I was getting to that point again. So I'm like, I want to do something else, but I don't want to do the WWE game right away. So, um, I watched this YouTuber uh, who plays all these games that. I would love to get on our show, but I guess uh, he doesn't know how to e- uh, answer emails. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so he he plays uh, the M- like the NBA game. He plays FIFA, uh, baseball, WWE. He plays all of them. So I'm like, I watched him play the NBA game. I thought it was kind of cool, so I'll give it a shot because the, the one thing I love about the baseball games or the uh, the basketball game that I saw and what I kind of liked about the old wrestling games, which I don't really have them too much now, is cutscenes. Right, I I, I love cutscenes in games. I mean, that was one of the biggest reasons I liked the uh, Assassin's Creed. Like, oh when, yeah, you know, what was Revolutionary War one? The third one, mm, five? Yeah, uh, I three. believe so. The third. Yeah, yeah. Colin got me into that, and the only reason I I stuck with it and kept doing it because I'm not I'm not big into gun games and shit like that. I like that one because I liked Revolutionary War, but I loved it a lot more because of all the cutscenes and everything I had. And I think that's like that helps tell the story in the games, rather than just like continue doing the same thing over and over, and then you start a new mission. But you know, there's like really no story to why you're doing it or anything like that. Absolutely. So I think so. I think cutscenes are amazing, and like so with the NBA game and everything. Like you know, you start out as you know a kid who graduates high school. There's a coach kind of helps you along the way. Um, you come from a family with a single mom because your dad was a cop and he died in a car accident when you're 14 years old. Um, you get to choose a college you want to go to. You play about four games in the college that you're at, and then you get drafted. And depending on how you do is where you get drafted to. And then, you know, while you're drafted and you're playing the games, there's cutscenes like the locker rooms. Um, you know, when you're not playing, like you're hanging out with like a buddy at a barber shop and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun because it's cutscenes that not only pertain to the basketball game itself, but cutscenes to what a normal person would experience, like going to movies with a friend and stuff like that. Like you're not sitting there watching a movie, but you know you meet like a friend outside a movie theater and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. See, I agree with you. See, in my opinion, I love storylines of games. It's what makes the games. But I to- it seems yeah. a lot of it, a lot of times nowadays. 
Fucking companies don't give a fuck about that because, oh, we got to have multiplayer. You can't have multi-story mode and multiplayer. And, I mean, and when when your game just focuses more on multiplayer than the story, that's fucking shitty. Yeah. (laughs) I have two responses to that. One, Mm -hmm. Borderlands. Two, Assassin's Creed. Both of those games have multiplayer. Both of those games have tremendous storylines. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. it's well, ridiculous to me. I and mean, I know that Assassin's Creed did do the multiplayer. I know, I think, well, since then, they have stopped it. I I don't even know if it's good multiplayer. I don't... I Well, Assassins. Do you really team up in Assassins? Right. No, probably not. But, you know, though, I could see... There are ways that I could see it working and how it would be really cool. Because they're, especially in like, um, in Brotherhood and Revelations, there's there's times where you're teaming up with other assassins to do stuff. Yeah. And the, usually it's just the computer artificial intelligence takes over for those other assassins and does stuff. And it's really like, they're in the way most of the time. But if I had mm-hmm. one of you guys playing with me and you were playing as like, Yusuf, the Turkish assassin, that would be awesome because then you, you wouldn't mean be in like storyline co-op? Yeah. Oh well, yeah, storyline co-op. I, I haven't played the actual multiplayer with Assassin's Creed, so I don't know how it's I, like. I, say, I would love that. But Army of Two. Army of Two. Army of Two is a great game. Is is great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but like Assassin's Creed, they made it player versus player. That's. Fucking stupid! Oh, is that what they did? Yes. Oh well, never mind. Oh, um, yeah. Well, it's like the conversation. It's like the conversation I, I had with Count. Hold on, one second. Then you get to it. It's like the conversation I had with Count. Like Count always wants to play. Well, not always so much, but like back when, because now he kind of knows how, what I like to play. It's like he has all these two-player games and everything, but I don't play versal games. I don't do it. I I like doing co-op games. So like we always play like the Army of Two. With Derek, we always played Halo. I'm just not big into like just facing another person because one, I'm not really great at the game to begin with. Like when me and Colin played Army of Two, Colin was a guy that kind of like just ran in and did everything. I just shot yeah. people from like above because like it's not me. Like Colin, like we'll get like a sniper rifle, a tactical rifle, uh, a handgun, and all this other shit. If I have a shotgun, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You just> go, <laughs> <"A> boom! <laughs> that's about it because i'm not great at it but it's kind of fun like as long as you're playing with somebody else and you're making a strategy on what you can do to make this shit work yeah because like i mean Maybe half the time like what's up well yeah i mean like what, well like things like if count like if we make a plan and count like runs to go do something i'll stand up above and just shoot it what i can if not then like if i drop down somewhere i was like well fuck it, i'll just run at him because like no matter what if i end up dying i'll just end up back by him anyways so i just kind of like run through and see how far i could get but, awesome. but yeah, it's just like, but but that's what I loved about co-op. I because like you could just play like with a friend and shit like that. Um, Tom, you go back to what you're saying. I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I absolutely co-op games need to more more co-op games need to happen. Uh, Army of Two, perfect example. Every single game you can play co-op. Um, Resistance, on the other hand, Resistance is a great game. Great storyline. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that or played it. Um, it's about basically aliens coming and taking over, and then you have to fight them. That but, sounds uh, awesome. 
the first one they made you can you can play co-op mode full story co-op mode both playing the same thing awesome fucking game yeah second one i think they had co-op mode but or i forgot which one of us second or third one they had co-op mode but it's not like together it's not the story at all it's just some other game Hmm. and then i think the next one or the second one they just completely got rid of it it's like why co-op games work i mean granted (laughs) your storyline's based around one character and then you have two people playing basically the same character Mm -hmm. but you really don't need to because you're it's it's a like you're in the army or in the military so it could just be like a buddy (laughs) it could be the two player um I bought it when I went to go visit my cousin down in college. We were like, hey, let's go to the store and find a game that we could play two player, a co op game. Well, we bought this game called Rage, and I was playing it one player, and it's an open world, really cool looking game. But then you play the two player, and it's completely different from the game. Hmm. It, it ruins the game. <laughs> I mean,. I mean, I know for me, I want to play the story with my friend. Not, oh, look at this short little hour-long mission. Mm-hmm. That's sorry, that's my rant. No, I'm totally with you, and like, and that's the thing too. I think that, and I think we're all in agreement here, which is a weird uh, thing. I think for the three of us, is that you know, I, video games were supposed to be the future of film right there there was it was supposed to totally do away with film because we're going to be able to totally immerse you in the story and you're going to be able to be carried along by this wonderful narrative and not only are you going to be able to to experience it with your eyes and your ears but you're going to be able to actually be a part of the story with this character that you've either created or has been provided for you and you're going to be able to participate in the storyline and there are some games that do it absolutely amazingly well, and there are some games that just are horrible at it. Yeah. And it's just it's so exciting to me when when we have games that have great cutscenes that play uh, right into whatever the next action your character is going to take is going to be, you know, or yeah. something like that. And 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 to to. I don't know. To, to make a long story short, it's a shame that the gaming industry is is so compromised in so many ways where they have to just put out games that are unfinished or, you know, they have oh, to God. decide. We, we, we have to choose between either great multiplayer or a great story. We can't do both because we don't have time or money to do it. And it's just, it's heartbreaking to me because I, yeah. I forgot how much I loved playing video games until I picked up Assassin's Creed and finally started playing it. Oh yeah, you know? I mean, and I every Assassin's Creed I've absolutely loved. Um, <laughs> they do, for the most part, have a great storyline. Mm-hmm. I I remember when they announced Black Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I was just like, really, a pirate version of this game? Uh-huh. Assassin's Creed pirate version. I I stand corrected. That game turned out amazing. And I absolutely love it. They took a chance with going to 
pirates and where you can drive ships and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did an excellent job on it, and uh, I wouldn't even mind seeing it come back. Yeah, I as did. long as they, as long as they can keep a the storyline, like a story in the game, mm-hmm. I would I play it. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't wait to I can't wait to play that one. I'm not there yet, but from my oh, my limited good. experience with uh, in Assassin's Creed, what is it? Revelations, I think. Um, you actually get to drive some ships and light some ships on fire and shoot cannons at ships. So like, yeah. there's it's there. Uh, it's just a, a whole game of that. I'm actually really excited about because of how much fun I had playing that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, what was it? I just lost my train of thought. Of what I was gonna say. <laughs> um, if I remember, I'll come back. All right. uh, Joey, there was one thing you did mention, or that you did say that uh, I do agree with as far as uh, the quality of games are playing out, and that's time. Mm-hmm. I think I think one of the biggest problems that a lot of people are having is like everybody's trying to pump out a new game every year instead mm-hmm. of taking their time to make it like a great game. Because obviously, if you wait too long, you become irrelevant and people move on. You right. Know? I mean, like, <clears throat> now obviously, like. Assassin's Creed, like, you know, like, they put one out every year. I mean, I think, like, was it, like, last year or the year before? I think it was the year before they put out, like, two of them. Yeah, I think so. It's like, Rogue and, um... Uh, yeah, different storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, like, I mean, they were able to do it, which was amazing to me, because, like, you know, you would think you would have so much time you have to put in these games and shit like that, but, I mean, like, if you, like, pump out, like, one game and all of a sudden, like, the final year, you pump out the exact game game especially when it comes to like sports it gets boring like 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 if you don't do anything different with it and all all that's new in it is just characters then it just gets boring that's what like what's happened like with the mlb games like they do adjust it uh like not last year's but the first three previous ones they're kind of getting repetitive to the point where there's no point in buying them because the only thing that changed was just certain players went to different teams and some new players came in. But everything else was the exact same. And then when you sit there and do a season, and you keep playing that same season up until a point where you get the new one, and then you have to start a new season all over again with a new game, it it sucked. And not many people wanted to do that anymore. But now they're able to uh, continue the season from one game into the next new game. Which mm. is absolutely amazing to me, and I love the fact that I was able to do that because I'm able to continue my storyline from 2015's game into 2016's game, and I'm pretty sure I'm be able to do it into 2017 as well. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but now, like with 2017, uh, they're bringing in um, Ken Griffey Jr., which is an old baseball player uh, from I think he retired in 2007, 2008, somewhere around there. Uh, he's going to be the face of the game now. Which normally it's just the MVPs and everything, but this year, uh, he's he's the face of the game. He's the guy that they're going to make this big deal around and everything. So I'm excited for it to come out. And plus, they're having different um, cutscenes and everything in the game now too. Because like when you would normally like talk or interact with like the coach or something like that, all you do is just go to like a Dropbox of like choices you want to make. You just click it, and then it's just done. That's what it is, just on the screen right there. But I think with this game, is like you actually go to cutscenes where your guy's talking to the coach, you know, about trades, about moving positions and stuff like that, and I think that's going to add more fun to the game. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, and, like, I know you like it, but 
that's one thing I've never understood about sports games is that it's the exact same thing every single game except for characters. But like you said, they are changing it and adding the cutscenes and making it more, hey, look, there's a story behind just playing this game over Mm -hmm. and over. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I remember what I was going to say. And I know people knock me for it. I know my cousin, especially. Um, Like with the Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed likes adding the extra stuff into the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, sometimes it's to a point where it seems very excessive. Like there's so many side story missions or like side missions that don't even pertain to the story Mm -hmm. uh, to do. See, I'm the type of guy that actually likes to do that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah. Okay, I'm not playing the, the storyline, but I'm doing other stuff in the game that I enjoy, and it makes me play the game longer. Right. So, I mean, and that's good for the company. I mean, because mm-hmm. I, I got an update from PlayStation uh, saying the amount of Hours that I play, uh, I played for a game or last year, and they said last year for Far Cry Four, I played sixty three hours of that game. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a long ass time. Uh, but that was me doing the side missions and stuff. So, you you can imagine the just regular storyline is only gonna last what I mean. Good ones can last about ten hours, right? Maybe so, twelve. <laughs> yeah, maybe twelve. Um, but I I just love having the extra stuff that gets you more involved in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I will say I like it better when it like when it serves a purpose in the game. You know, like in, oh, yeah. in Assassin's Creed 2, when you had to collect the 100 feathers, um, it the game rewarded you for doing it, which was cool, but more importantly, it was about getting your mother out of her depression, right? Yeah. But then yeah. when, they, I, when they... I like that too, where they yeah. involve a storyline behind it. Right. But like when they did that in Brotherhood, um, there was no point to it. It was just like, collect these 10 feathers, because that's what you have to do to get 100% sync. And it's like... I'm going to move on to the next game because I don't care about collecting these feathers because you haven't given me a storyline reason to care about it. And I looked yeah. it up on the internet and you're not even going to reward me for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, I'll still do them, but I definitely see that point. It, it's kind of yeah. frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I might go back and do it now, but like for me, I, I already had the next game ready to go. So it's yeah. like, okay, so I can I can keep plugging along in this amazing story that's really grabbed me by the balls and has pulled me forward, or I can just sit here and collect these feathers for no reason for the next like three hours. Yeah. yeah. So now nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play three hours of the new story. Yeah. I, so. No, I agree. But uh, I know some of them, uh, like Assassin's Creed, you'll unlock a armor. Right. But, uh, I mean, yeah, that's a bonus. You'll get a stronger armor for a game, but 
Yeah. That's actually one of my favorite things. some background to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it, like if collecting those, like, I think it's, I think it might only be like 10 feathers in Brotherhood and that's it. But I still don't want to do it because there's no reward. If I go do that, I just have like the satisfaction of having done it instead of like, yeah. Uh, there's a new painting I can buy. I would even that's I would even take that. Like, like you collect these ten feathers, you get the brand new uh, freaking John Ralphio painting, or whatever. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I know he's not a red Renaissance painter to those listeners we have who care about that kind of thing, but I don't know. It just it bugged me. Oh, I I agree. So it's kind of it's kind of depressing when you don't have a reward for the work you do mm-hmm. so Rome's a big city it's a pain in the ass to find ten feathers yeah yeah but uh, I mean I kind of like what I've seen games do nowadays but I kind of also don't like it um, and I've noticed this with the Assassin's Creed games where they just show you everything on the map yes <laughs> Like yeah. I know that I know they did that for Assassin's Creed before. Like you had to, you could buy the game guide, um, which would tell you, or you could get the collector's edition, and it would have a map of all the locations. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a bonus. But just the regular game, you're not going to know. Right. You'll now, like, you can go to the art actually, dealers and purchase the maps, and it'll tell you. Exactly. I mean, even go that way. But. Like straight from the beginning. Oh, here's everything. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's kind of irritating to me. Yeah, leave me some mystery. Give me, you know, and like like the nice thing about the art dealer maps is they make them expensive enough that you really can't go back and buy them until the end of the game. Oh yeah. You know, like so you're at the point where it's like, ah, oh, son of a gun, I've got to find like four more feathers or three more Borgia flags or. Like, yeah. I need, you know, eight bo- eight flags from eight different areas, and I don't know where they are, and, you know, or I need so many treasure chests or whatever. Yeah. And they're just like, fine, come, come to the art dealer, um, spend half of the gold that you've spent the game accumulating, and uh, you can just go find them. And it's great, and it makes me happy. One it, thing I really like on, like, the Assassin's Creed game is when they added where you can, like, build up the city <laughs> yes oh i don't know i just love that aspect of mm-hmm. stuff. like yeah. right now i'm in the process of playing uh far cry primal and mm. how is that if you it's oh i love it um you're set you're a caveman mm-hmm. you're, you're back in the caveman time but like you have to go find these people and then they join your village and then you can upgrade their huts, and you get stuff for it. Nice. It's it's really enjoyable. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, like I was telling my cousin the other day, I was uh, what was I? I was fighting a rhino, and I threw a spear into its eye. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to play that game. So that's actually. <clears throat> Eventually, I'll have played through all of the Assassin's Creed games that are on Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just, I guess, have to upgrade to probably a PlayStation 4. 
I mean, I don't know. That's the way to go. That's, it's, <laughs> it seems like the one that we're probably going to have to get. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm saying that pretty tongue-in-cheek, but, like, that's, that's the one we both kind of want, and, you know, the, a lot of the games that we want to play are only on PlayStation 4 and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to Far Cry Primal on PlayStation 4 in, like, three years. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> about so just, you got a while to go. Yeah, just play. just in time for the PlayStation Five to come out, right? Or whatever the the whatever Sony's answer to the Nintendo Switch is. All right. No, mm-hmm. uh, Project Scorpion. <laughs> yeah, Project. I forgot about Project Scorpion. Hmm. We'll see what they do. I'm so I'm so ready. They I I heard that like because everyone was thinking that oh the PlayStation 4 Pro is is going to be the equivalent of the Scorpio, and which isn't really an update except that it added the what 4K to it. Yeah, I think that's all it did. Um, everybody was oh this this Sony's going to lose everything by just doing that when. Uh, Scorpio did such a big upgrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Sony said, no, we're still going to release more consoles. I mean, we're going to have a rival console later. Right. Mm-hmm. It just so don't get in a panic, people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I, we still haven't, as far as I know, Game developers still haven't gotten to the point where they're utilizing 100% of what the PS4 can do. I mean, that's, that's usually <laughs> yeah. what happens. They, they, they finally get to the point where they can do that, and then the next console comes out. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't see any reason why... Like, I, uh, I, I enjoy having a new phone every year. Yeah. It's fun for me to have the nicest, newest thing and the best technology. But like the the gains are getting increasingly smaller and so I care increasingly less, right? With mm-hmm. with consoles and stuff, I'm I'm a pretty casual gamer. I, I think the internet would call me a plebe. And rightly oh, so. Okay. And um or a casual, a filthy casual. But uh the thing is, is like I'm not in a big hurry to get the PS4 because the best games for it haven't come out yet. You know what I mean? Like there are good yeah, yeah. games out for it. Don't get me wrong, but like the best is still yet to come, as far as I'm concerned. And until they're until they are releasing a new console, I'm not in a big hurry. And the other thing is, is like I don't see the point. That's one of the things I really like about the the gaming industry is they've console wise they've slowed down a lot. Um. Since like I think the early two thousands or the mid two thousands, where they were like putting something out, um, at least every year, maybe it was every other year, um, but it was it was way faster, and it was almost obnoxious because the they people people couldn't react fast enough. They couldn't create games that were taking advantage of the systems quickly enough for it to matter. And so taking five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten years to develop the next gen console is yeah, excellent yeah. as far as I'm concerned because you're not, you're getting the most bang for your buck when you upgrade because you're not just getting like oh now your PlayStation 4 can do 4K television you're getting like uh-huh. it can do 4K television and also it comes with a bodysuit that lets you totally immerse yourself in this game 
You know what I mean? Oh, Which would be sweet. Please, Sony, if you're listening, we'd love to test that out. So just... Just just shoot us an email. You know where our mm-hmm. uh, contact Um, But... <coughs> yeah, I, I agree. But I know that they pro- right now they're probably going to hold off a little bit on a system because... The VR just came out. Right. So, I mean, PS4 can handle the VR. Yes. And, I would, and obviously the Pro can handle it a little uh, bit better because of what's got in it. But mm-hmm. uh, the VR is a new system. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they want to make their money on that versus sending a releasing another system so people have to go buy that as well. Right. I mean, because I know there's plenty of people that probably have dropped. Uh, I mean, I know I had to buy the big bundle for the VR, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's probably, I'm sure there's plenty of people that had literally said, "Oh, this is VR. I'm gonna go get the PlayStation 4 along with the VR." Right. That's. I mean, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there you have the people that sit there. Um buy the VR, but then also upgrade it from the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation Pro. So Right. And the PlayStation and then you're you're asking people to spend a lot of money. So Right. And I I don't I don't really don't want to see them push it to where you're gonna make them buy another one. Mm-hmm. Give it a little time. Let the system marinate some. Yeah. Let's let some it, advances come out. Yeah, let people let people adopt it. Let them come to the idea and get used to it and get comfortable with it and then come out with something that's going to totally blow our minds. Right? I agree. You know, that's one of the things I'm really excited for um horror games in VR. Oh. I think oh. they're going to be absolutely tremendous. I uh this what was it? Um uh, Friday I went and tried Resident Evil 7 in VR. Oh, yeah? Um, I don't know whether or not it was because I had just eaten and I was pretty full. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or or because of the setting I had it on. But it felt like my stomach started getting sick. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more so that it was uh, just that I, w- I was kind of full versus yeah. me getting like motion sickness. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> and like I was telling on my cousin, because <laughs> he was in the room there with me. He was just he was just watching the TV while I had the VR on, and he said sitting on the thing he was scared. But one thing, and I was telling Travis this too. It's one thing when it, it's real life, you know, the shit doesn't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. It's another one. It's a horror game. Their entire purpose is pretty much to scare the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. So when you're walking around the house and you're just hearing creaking footsteps when you're not even moving. Right. But and turning around and there's nothing there. Or if you turn around and then all of a sudden something's in your face, but you didn't hear anything coming up on you. Mm-hmm. That is a completely different experience. And I, I am not going to lie. I'm pretty sure my heartbeat was beating a lot faster once I took it off. It's awesome. <laughs> it was 
And I actually saw an article that said about 10% of the people playing Resident Evil 7 played it in VR. Oh. So, I mean, to that's me, so that's, cool. that's a good number. Yeah, it is. It would be nicer to see it up higher. But mm-hmm. I, I got to get back in and play it more. I mean, I kind of, like, I don't like that fear, the fear. The feeling of being scared of like that, but there's something about it that's just like, yeah, I kind of want to go on. I mean, I might scream like a little bitch, um, and I, I have already apologized to Travis if I am playing that, and uh, he does hear me scream like a little bitch in my room. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I hope he would just forgive me on that. But <laughs> uh, it, it it probably will happen if I'm playing that game in VR. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I watched a uh, a playthrough of it for a little while the other day, and it was just like, oh, it was it was creepy just watching that. So I couldn't yeah. imagine. I mean, I can't imagine. I guess is the thing. I can easily imagine how terrifying that game would be with a virtual reality headset and oh, yeah. your ears plugged in and everything. And all you can hear and see is in the game. Ah, mm-hmm. it's, I've been waiting for this, man. I've been waiting for this since I was like six years old. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, it's finally here. I don't even care that it's not perfect yet. Yeah. And well, yeah, it's not perfect. Exactly. Um, like I was pointing out to my cousin in the start of that game, you're, outside the if have you seen at all what it is you're inside of a like a mansion and that yeah something like that um, and it's like your like your dead wife or something yeah or dead something kid like or something that. yeah but you t- so it's mostly takes place inside inside of a building mm-hmm. well I, I was sitting there walking outside and i was just looking around because i mean this is like the very first full-on game that i'm playing in vr mm-hmm and I'm getting into it and stuff. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there looking at how they've done this. Mm-hmm. And one thing I was pointing out is obviously uh, everything's not going to be perfect. With it being an inside game, they're not going to focus so much on the outside versus the inside. But mm-hmm. one thing I found really funny is I was looking at the trees and the tr- <laughs> you're looking at it one way and uh, you see the leaves but you walk a little to like the right mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the leaves are flat and you can't see them anymore oh jeez <laughs> so that's a awesome. lot of fun I mean and I know with the being on the PS4 they do have to cut some of the graphics back right uh, just because the system can't fully handle everything. Right. But it's, I mean, it's the, like the very first of its kind. Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, there was it somewhat back a while back, but it's dramatically improved since then. Yes. Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited. Oh, mm, man. So, yeah. Anyway, the Super Bowl was interesting. <laughs> all that to say the super bowl was okay to watch i, I i'm not a i'm not a i'm not a football watcher but it, i enjoyed it i mean it was it was good it was crazy to have it like 
my wife and I were over at, at a friend's house watching it, and we left at the end of the fourth quarter. It was tied. It was going to be the, the Patriots were going to have the ball for overtime. And in the five minutes it took us to drive home, the Patriots scored their touchdown. And it was just, like, I couldn't believe it. I thought we'd... I thought we'd get home, she'd hop in the shower, and I'd have, like, another 10 to 15 minutes of football to watch. And it was like, I turned on the TV, and it was just literally, it was post-game analysis, and, like, let's get an interview with Tom Brady, a guy no one cares about, <laughs> except when the Super Bowl rolls around. Sorry, Pat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, the game from a football fan's um, perspective, especially from a Patriots uh, fan's perspective, uh, it's probably probably one of the greatest games in the fucking world. I just, <clears throat> it was just another football game to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to me, I, I think that half the people I really know, it's just a way to have a party and get fucked up. Yes. While eating wings and dips. Exactly. The last time, uh, before, this is the first time I've actually gone to a Super Bowl party mm-hmm. in three years. And actually watched the Super Bowl. Every other time I've gone, what we've done instead is drink. Uh, what are they called? Grape drink. No, it's a type of whiskey drink. Grape drink. Not in Manhattan. I don't remember. A whiskey anyway, drink. Yeah, there's a type of whiskey cocktail that's really good. Gary Schwartz makes them. Gary, if you're listening, tell me what type of cocktail it is. I can't remember. A whiskey drink. Mm-hmm. Could have been a vodka drink. <laughs> Song reference. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just over here tub thumping. Go ahead. I get it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we anyway we we get fucked up on some cocktail of whiskey and cocktail mix and play Settlers of Catan, um, or something of that nature for four hours instead of watching the Super Bowl. So yeah. That's that was the point I was playing. I, I usually get drunk and play board games instead of watching the footballs happen. Watching the footballs happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I do got to say though. I mean, like I really really enjoyed the halftime show. I did too. <clears throat> I mean, uh, at first, I mean, because I was under the impression Lady Gaga stopped performing like altogether. Like mm-hmm. she like retired and all that shit. Um, she did an amazing job, and. It bothers me that people still want to say shit about her. Uh huh. Because because she she had a slight gut. Yeah, that's kind of uh, fucked up. That shit's so stupid. That's I mean, so that's weird really to me. I didn't up. even notice. You know, like I'm busy. I'm I'm. She was dressed like Elton John, for goodness sakes. And you're gonna focus on the fact that she has a gut. It's like, because people are that fucking pathetic. That they have, they have no lives. That that's what they can only resort to. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if she was yeah. dressed in a meat suit or something, like you would expect, it would be different. But I don't know. She's already done that. She exactly. Can't do that again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she has done everything else. She's like, what can I do that I've never done before? And no, she decided wear something normal. Right. That's all she did. Right. That's all she did. She finally wears something normal, and people are like. Oh well, when she bends over, you kind of see a little pudge on her on her stomach. So we're just gonna call her a heifer and make fun of her, right? Like fuck you. Yes, indeed. 
company is just bullshit. It's like, I mean, you sit there and like somebody fucking goes out of the way, which granted, I'm assuming, you know, she gets a lot of money for doing the halftime show, but somebody goes out of the way to put together this huge ass fucking show for you. Mm-hmm. Sings a, granted, not a whole bunch of fucking songs. Like, we're not, I mean, like a different song is more like parts of it. Right. I mean, she fucking takes her fucking time out to do that shit. And to fucking sit there and mock somebody like that, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I agree with you. So, I don't know. Small people, yeah. man. Yeah. To uh, to our fans uh, of the show who uh, partake in, in the uh, shaming of Lady Gaga, um, turn off the show. Don't fucking listen to it again because I literally want nothing to do with you. <laughs> And I don't care if that drops our uh, fan base from 12 to 11, possibly nine. Uh-huh. If if you're out there and you saw and you you saw the halftime show, and you're like, "Wow, Lady Gaga looks fat." Get the fuck off the show. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm a hefty man myself. If you got a problem with fat people, then you've been fucking wasting your time for the last year and a half. Yeah. Bullshit. But she did amazing. Snaps, man. Okay. <laughs> Well said. <laughs> but I'm happy she did it. Um, another thing I want to talk to you guys about before um, we go into Colin's, uh, Colin's segment. Uh, you remember when I was telling you about the um, the podcast um, bracket tournament? Yes. Colin, did I mention that to you? Uh, I think so. Okay. So. The um, the Caribou, the Caribou Studios, uh, the 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 podcasting uh, network that did uh the, <clears throat> excuse me, uh they did the uh, the marathon for um, oh, what was it? Was it autism? I can't remember what the marathon was for. That was for autism, right? It was for autism. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh the. The podcast network that did the uh, autism uh, marathon that we were a part of, and that also did the uh, the trivia geeks uh, podcast that you and I were on, Joe. That one, you know, the one that you mm-hmm. lost. Yeah, I remember. Remember, remember that because you lost it. But I do. I do remember. That. I won. I won. Right. Remember that. Okay. Just so you remember, uh, we, they're doing. We all lost because I had to do an Elmo voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do but it, We we all lost, but especially me. Oh yeah, you definitely <laughs> lost. Yeah, you I lost in my... more ways than one. You yeah. you lost because you, I mean I'm not I'm not even gonna lie. Like I mean you really owned that fucking Pikachu uh, Elmo voice. Mm-hmm. I tried doing Pikachu. And I think I did pretty okay at it. But anyways, uh, you lost. I won. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just don't you remember that? They're doing a um, a bracket podcast. Uh, they're called. It's called Podcast Madness. Which, uh, if you know anything about March Madness uh, for college baseball or basketball, I'm sorry. Uh, they take the 64 teams and throw them in a bracket, um, and they just play each other until they get a champion. We are in this bracket. Fantastic! So, nice. Uh, yeah. So uh, there are some rules and stuff that we have to follow, but I mean, I read through them all, and we meet the criteria. Basically, they're looking for uh, mediocre podcasts who don't make any money. Which I mean, like literally, we are the poster child for mediocre podcasts that make no money. Check, check. All right. I mean, (laughs) fucking. 
but yeah, but basically what they're going to do is they're going to they're gonna pick. Uh, I gave them a show to listen to. Um, I don't remember which one it is. Uh, they're going to listen to it. And then we are going up against another podcast, which is called uh, the Conspirators Podcast. Uh, in a single elimination uh, kind of battle thing. And basically what's going to happen is they're going to listen to each show. They're going to critique each show. And then when they realize that conspirators are better than us, they'll eliminate us. But conspirators move on and so on and so forth until there's a winner. Um, I know we're not going to win. Uh, 64 other podcasts, I doubt we're going to become champions of it. But if on the off chance we do win, which, again, I doubt we will, because last time we had to do anything with conspiracies on our podcast, it didn't go well. <laughs> That's true. No. So the fact, no, it didn't. That, so the fact that the first podcast we have to go up to you guys is called the Conspirators Podcast does not shine well for us. But anyways, if we do win, then we just move on. They'll let us know we won, and then we kind of mention a little on our shows, and then we just keep recording, and hopefully we do better. Um, it's going to be a win-win for us because, first off, uh, we're going to be mentioned on a even popular podcast. So maybe people are like, oh, this freaking show, that's a catchy title. Maybe I'll go listen to them. And hopefully they you know listen longer than 10 minutes and realize they're not that bad. But, you know, at the same time, Fucking Joey doesn't listen to half the show anyways. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he's talking. <laughs> yeah. On the other end, we could win and we keep on going. So it could be you know, fun either way. But uh, to our listeners and everything, that's what we're going to be a part of. And I encourage you to go and check out Podcast Madness and also check out Blazing Caribou with all the other shows that have going on. Um, it's not going to be a uh, voting thing where our listeners vote it's going to be based on a pictures that the podcast put together, and they'll critique and they'll give us honest feedback and bad feedback. So I'm so I'm waiting to hear somebody refer to our podcast as a dog turd, which I mean, I'm okay with mm-hmm. because because I mean if I'm having fun with a dog turd, I'm having fun. Period. Right. That's right. You know? But yeah, just want to give everyone a heads up on that and kind of discuss that real quick uh, before um, Colin takes over like he's going to right now. Hey, everybody. Well, welcome back to this freaking state of mind. It's uh, another exciting week here um, with another boring ass fucking state. Uh, like I say every week, I get these facts from the internet. If you want to believe them, believe them. If you don't, do some more research on them and you might find some interesting thing that you might like. Uh, <laughs> let's get right to it. This week, we are starting with we're going to be going through Iowa. Uh, I think I've been there once. Uh, I'm not even sure if I was. It was so short. If you build it, they will come. Oh, yeah. Supposedly, I don't even remember this, but a supposedly Field of Dreams took place there as uh, one of our our co-hosts uh, decided to uh, say a famous line from the show. <laughs> so, um, moving on. <laughs> strawberry Point is home to the world's largest strawberry. Hmm. Uh, the state's smallest city park is situated in the middle of a road in Hitman, Hitman, Iowa. Uh, Scranton is home to the. Ohio's oldest water tower still in service. Hold on. 
<laughs> Scranton, which I normally associate with Pennsylvania, is home to Ohio's oldest <laughs> water tower. Is that what I heard? Uh, say uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, for all you people thinking of The Office. <laughs> um, isn't it Scranton, Connecticut, though? I don't know. I, I don't drive, know. I drive past office. Scranton, Pennsylvania a lot. No, I think uh, I think the office of Scranton is Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm so, going to look up. All right, Pete. Um, <laughs> so, yes, Joe. Sadly, there are multiple towns with the exact same name. Yeah, I know there are. But there's only one um, Dwight. <laughs> there could only be one. Fact. Uh, Crystal Lake <laughs> is home to a statue of the world's largest bullfish head. Bullhead fish. Bullhead fish. Yeah. It's an interesting statue to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that? Nothing. I just that is an interesting statue. <laughs> I, I, I know I know that sounded weird, Colin, but Joey was agreeing with me. I know you don't get <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people don't agree with me, but I have my own thoughts. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Joe. You don't need you don't need you to patronize him. Yeah. You asshole. Uh, I just want to see statue now. <laughs> so aggressive. Rathbun Dam and Reservoir is the largest body of water in the state. Interesting. Spirit Lake. Yep. Spirit Lake is the largest glacier-made lake in the state. Uh, West Okoboji is the deepest natural lake in the state, and its depth is 136 feet. Hmm. Um, For all you Danish people out there, Elkhorn is the largest Danish settlement in the U.S. At 16 miles east, Okaboji is the longest natural lake in the state. Uh, Kelowna is the largest Amish community west of the Mississippi. Um, I know we uh, talked about Amish, I believe, recently on the show. and how they make some awesome furniture. I could be completely wrong and thinking of a different conversation that wasn't even pertaining to this podcast. I can but, uh, use easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the state's lowest elevation uh, is in Lees County, and that falls at 480 feet. The hmm. uh, Hollowell Bridge is the longest bridge in Madison County. <coughs> For all you people in Madison County, go to that bridge. Hollowell? Yeah. Francis Drake was 66 years old at his inauguration and Ohio's oldest governor. A movie that I would like to see. Ohio? Oh, wow. Iowa, not Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the why well, yes. the state right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, see, just it's, like I said, it's another boring state. I would say there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Iowa's oldest continually running theater is in Story City. Uh, the Cedar Rapids Museum of Art houses the largest collection of Grant Wood artwork. Hmm. I assume he's an artist. Not too familiar. Joe, do you know? No idea. Uh, let's see. I don't know either. I mean, could have asked. I, kinda I don't, don't, you, ass- you don't assume shit. <laughs> you could have asked uh, me. I could have. I could have. But why don't you ask me? Why don't you ask me? Maybe I know. Maybe you should ask. Maybe maybe you'll be surprised. I would be very surprised. Well, I think ask. music started playing on my phone randomly. <laughs> Although, you know, it's, no, I think yeah, I don't fucking know. Weird. But, uh, easy. Fenlon Park Palace, no place, blah, elevator in the boy is the world's is the world's steepest and shortest railway. Uh, <laughs> Wright County has the highest percentage of grade A topsoil in the nation. Hmm. So if you want some good topsoil, go to Iowa. Alrighty. In Wright County, Wright County that is. Iowa. Uh, Quaker Oats, everybody knows them. Uh, in Cedar Rapids is the largest cereal company in the world. That's right, General Mills. You can suck it. <laughs> Fuck you, General. Uh, and ke- uh, what a uh, what uh, Kellogg's. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. The Saint Francis Xavier Baliska in Dyersville oh, is the. Is the only Baliska in the U.S. situated outside of a major metropolitan area? Hmm. Now I was wondering what a Baliska is because I've never heard of it. Yeah, I have no idea. Or basilica or something. Oh, basilica. Yeah, it's a large oblong hall or building with double colonnades. Colonnades and a semicircular a piece used in ancient Rome as a court of law for public assemblies. Oh, oh so basilica? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know. Shut up, Joe. I don't know how to say it. No worries. It's uh, just yeah, that Joe. You're a what jerk. an ass. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just fucking with you, Joe. I know. Oh. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cornell College uh, is the only school in the nation to have its entire campus listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Uh, the Sergeant Floyd Monument in Sioux City honors the only man to die during the Lewis and Clark expedition. Hmm. Interesting. Maynard Reese is the only artist to win the federal duck stamp competition five times. Um, there is a bronze life-size sculpture of a Norwegian immigrant family, circa 1860, and is located on a six-acre restored prairie site located at the east entry of Lake Mills on 
Highway 105. Hmm. Uh, Iowa's only operating antique carousels located in the city of Story City. So that same one that uh, has the longest running theater. Nice. Uh, Knox- yep. Knoxville Spring Sprint Car. No, Knoxville National Sprint Car. Uh, Hall of Fame and Museum. It's the only museum in country dedicated to preserving the history of sprint car racing. Uh, Iowa's only fire tower is situated in in Yellow River State Forest. (coughs) A fire tower, like I mentioned before in the game Firewatch. You sit in a fire tower. Herbert Hoover, a West Branch native, was the 31st president of the U.S. and the first born west of the Mississippi. Wow. So before him, all 30 presidents were born east of the Mississippi? I don't know. It sounds well, like I guess, I guess that would kind of make sense. I mean, I don't know when that was, what year that was what states were around. So I guess I could see it probably. Right. Uh, 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 Marnie dude, Eisenhower. I could be saying that wrong. Mamie dude, Eisenhower's birthplace is located in Boone and includes a restored frame house complete with summer kitchen and original furniture from the family. Hmm. Interesting. Van Meter is the home town of baseball's Bob Feller, an Iowa farm boy who went onto the greatness with the Cleveland Indians during the golden age of baseball. Uh, born Donabella Molenger in Denison County, Oscar award winning actress Donna Reed started her career at the young age of 16. Uh, born Marion Robert Morrison in Winterset, John Wayne was the son of a pharmacist and grew up to become one of Hollywood's most popular movie stars. Uh, if you guys don't know who John Wayne is, you need to go out and explore and watch some of his movies. They're good. Absolutely. Marianne. Meredith Wilson, who played with the famous John Philip Souza and New York Philharmonic before launching his career as a famous composer and lyricist is a Mason City native. Glenn Miller, a noted trombonist and orchestra leader, was born in Clarelinda, which is located in southwest Iowa. Hmm. A town of Fork Atkinson was the site of the only fort ever built by the U.S. government to protect one Indian tribe from another. Oh, that's interesting. interesting. <laughs> uh, campers and motorhomes are manufactured in Winnebago County, and I bet you can't guess what they're called. Anybody? Anybody? Win, uh, Winnebago. Yep. Yep. Fuck yeah! See, I know shit. <laughs> Yes, you do. Fuck you, Joe. I <laughs> was uh, the only state whose east and west borders are 100% formed by water. Oh, wow. 
That's insane. I never thought about that before. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, what happened? Uh, Iowa's the only state with whose east and west borders are 100% formed by water, which is the Missouri and the Mississippi rivers. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a couple more people. Hang on there. We're almost done. Uh, campers and motorhomes are manufactured in... Well, I already read that one. The highest double-track railroad bridge in the world is the Kate Shelby Shelley Bridge and is located in Boone, uh, Iowa. Hmm. Uh, the famous actor... Oh, that's a double repeat. Uh, Iowa State University is the oldest land-grant college in the U.S. Uh, what else we got? Decora hosts Nordic Fest, a three-day celebration of Decora's Scandinavian heritage. Hmm. Uh, the National Balloon Museum of Indianola chronicles more than 200 years of ballooning history and then our last and final fact of this boring state is the Sheldon High School Summer Theater the only high school repertoire in Iowa and just one of few in the nation presents a different play for each week in June and July there Thank you that? all for another exciting week of this freaking state of mine. I know it wasn't the greatest, but you know what? Maybe we didn't have the greatest state to go over. It is still a state, so we'd like to keep that in our rotation <laughs> um, and not leave anyone out. So, uh, as I said, thanks again. Uh, let's move right along to our next segment. And say it's not the worst either because Ohio is yet to come. <laughs> Now, uh, just just to be clear, uh, what you just described was that heaven? Are you talking about Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Iowa. <laughs> Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. <laughs> oh my! Funny. Okay. Um. <clears throat> anyways, uh, what the fuck was I gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, Colin, what you freaking on this week? <laughs> Visual Studio 2015 community. Holy shit. Very, very specific. Yeah. Um, the only Contrast. reason I'm freaking on it is because this past week I had a homework assignment to do and I spent a good total of about seven hours trying to get this stupid program to work. Um had it working for the most part where I could work in it. But then I had to hit one button to compile what I was working on and it crashed the entire program. Jeez. And I needed to hit it. I needed to build the, the program I was working on every time it crashed the system or the program. And the first time I did it, it actually corrupted my entire file. So I couldn't even use it. And I had to start over. That is the worst. Oh, you did not. I wanted to throw my computer through the fucking wall so bad. I believe you. <laughs> but eventually I ended up uh, getting it all fixed and good to go. 
<laughs> and um, yeah, that's what I was freaking on this week. Nice. Yo, how about you? I uh, made it back over to the library near me, and um, they don't have the book that I really want to read, so the runner-up was Stephen King's It. It is fantastic. Ooh, nice. Oh, man, I'm about nice. 300 pages in. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. The first so part good. of that comes out this year, don't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, that's yeah, one of the reasons I decided to pick it up. Um between it coming out in the fall and uh, Houston, my younger brother recommended it to me. And um, when it comes to book recommendations, he's a pretty picky reader. And so yeah. when he says something is good, I believe him. And so uh, I just I took him at his word and the, the book that I wanted to read wasn't available. So I picked up it and I'm, I have trouble putting it down. So it's really, really, really oh, fantastic. And I recommend it to anybody. If you Good. like horror stories, uh, if you don't like horror stories, or if you have a particular dislike of clowns, <laughs> maybe don't read it. But the clowns are so much fun. I have less problem with them the older I get. <laughs> Did you have a problem with them when you're young? Yeah, I saw I saw the original movie, the original It film when oh, I was probably such a good movie. eight. And it's forever young. Of me. I wanna <laughs> be forever young. So where did this uh, song come in play? <laughs> no idea, Travis. What are you freaking on this week? <clears throat> well, Joey said the word young. Anyways, uh, well, <clears throat> I actually um should have a job. Uh, this week. Sweet nice. action. Yeah, not uh, not not so much starting it because obviously, you know, when you apply for a job, you have to go through interviews and all this other shit. So, um, I applied for a job and got an interview uh, a couple weeks ago. I had a second interview the same week, and I actually had a conference call uh, last week with uh, the um, a uh, couple of the bosses. And they eventually had to, you know, talk to uppers and everything. So it's a whole chain of events. Eventually, I got called today saying that the president of the company um, <clears throat> liked my uh, resume. He liked who I am. He uh, likes what I'm about. So he, uh, they're going to offer me a job. Uh, so hopefully within, it should be tomorrow. They said the latest would be Wednesday. I should hear from HR. I should get the offer and everything sent to me, which I should sign, do the background check, drug testing, all that stuff, the physical, and everything throughout this week. So hopefully either next week or the following week I will be employed again. So um, there's one less indentation in my couch. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so it's a a whole – Whole new adventure. Um, I literally, uh, right before we uh, started recording tonight, I updated my Facebook finally to show that I no longer work at the uh, Intertech. And I was going to do that a while ago, but apparently you can't do that shit from your phone. You actually have to do it on a desktop. So mm-hmm. I hate the restrictions that Facebook does. Oh, yeah. You can't update shit on Facebook. All you can do on Facebook is just fucking uh, send like statuses. And like yep. message people. You have to actually go on a computer to 
mm-hmm. change yeah. any settings. Yeah. Also, um, I fucking talked to Super Casey, so we're scheduling her to come back on the show. So I'm excited for that. Um, nice, I'm nice. hoping I'm hoping everything works out. It should be like the second week in March, and uh, a couple other people are coming uh, coming up and everything. So I'm excited for that too. Uh, Tony, got anything else? I do not. Joey? Mm, nope. No, I think that's about it. Um, cool. Hey, Joe. Yes. We all know that uh, our listeners can catch Geekcast Show here every week on this freaking show. But if they need to get more Geekcast Show than the one hour we provide them every week, where else can they find you? If you need more Geekcast Joe, you can find me over the Geekcast Live podcast at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. Nice. Nice. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know you can uh, find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to us, you found us from somewhere. Um, if you know somebody who would enjoy our show who isn't listening to it, let them know. You know, let's try to double our, our listeners to 22. Um, if you do hear, uh, hear us on iTunes and uh, you happen to have some... Uh, free time you know give us a five-star review give us a rating and everything because we love seeing that it just shows that you really love us as much as we like to believe you do uh you can follow us on social media facebook twitter instagram just by searching this freaking show uh we also have a website this freaking show.com where you can contact us through there if you have any questions concerns if you want to uh recommend something for us to discuss if you want to come on the show or know somebody who wants to come on the show and kind of branch off on their artistic musical capabilities or whatever that you know they excel at that they want the world to know about you know we'll get them out to the dozen people that listen um what else is there oh yeah uh like i told you a couple weeks ago uh i'm going to start ending every show with a will rogers quote that i was going to do last week but i lost them but now i found them so i'm going to start with this week's so to end this show as will rogers has once said even you even if you're on the right track you'll get run over if you just sit there nice i know right um Anyways, I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>